0: I was going to make a joke. I was going to make a joke this morning um, about me breaking my G string on my guitar, but it was actually the D string, so I could not really make a joke. Um, it's ringing a little bit today. Hey, so I know originally um, this week we were going to start a uh, series called Doctrine, but in the middle of my studying this week and reading on my own, um, I kind of had a change of heart. So we're going to move that series to later um, because I I, I I started asking this question. Like the series that we're going to start this week is called Jesus Unfiltered. Jesus Unfiltered, and here's here's kind of the thing. Like I had to ask myself this week it this question in in my reading. Am I filtering the unfilterable? Does that make sense? Like, am I trying to put a filter on someone who can't be filtered? You know, like those coffee, those coffee cup mugs that had like the cute little Bible phrases on it? Way out of context? You know what I'm talking about? You know, what if we what if we started drinking coffee mugs with like the real slogans on it? You know what I'm saying? Like like King David. Where are you, Lord? You know what I'm saying? cuz we don't we don't talk about those moments, do we? Where we go like we're in in those, in those darkest moments of our lives where we don't we go, man, I wonder if God's even going to show up here. Like we're not going to put that on a coffee mug. We're not going to post that on Facebook or on Insta tweet and whatever that other stuff is. You with me? Like cuz sometimes I think we try to live through a highlight reel. And we filter out all the, all the negative stuff or all the rough stuff or all the, the really like nitty-gritty stuff because we want this picture of Jesus that really isn't Jesus at all. You with me? So I had to ask myself this question this week. And, and am I trying to filter out the unfilterable? Have you seen those pictures where people look so good in their pictures, but you know them in real life, and you're like, there's no way that you don't look that good. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We, like, filters. They put it a little smooth... I'm, Brittany's cracking up, y'all. She uses a lot of filters. i just kidding. No, but we, we sometimes filter those things out, right? Because we don't want anybody to see our rough edges. We don't want people to see, the, see our rough patches. And I wonder if like Jesus is calling us to something different. Maybe what, it, what would it look like if we lived like Jesus was unfiltered? What would that look like? Have I taken Jesus at his word or have I believed what the enemy has placed in front of me? And here's what I believe the Father wants us to know this morning. Especially in regards to what we're going to talk about today is this. And it's this, if you take a notes, write it down, it's a good one. God will never waste an ounce of your faith. God will never waste an ounce of your faith. In fact, we have nothing to fear if we, ha- if we have faith. We have nothing to fear. In our faith, as long as our faith is in Him, we have nothing to fear. Okay, um, you see, here's here's the thing that most of us forget about. Like, I'm, and I'm I'm feeling kind of old school this morning, like old school, like old school Baptist this morning. Maybe a little bit old school Pentecostal. I don't know Baptistal. So we can go there. I don't, I don't care. Because there's something about it about the name of Jesus. That, call, that drives out fear. There's something about the name of Jesus that fear trembles. And here's the thing. Here's why. And here's the title for today. If you're, if you're a note taker, it's it's all in a name. It's all in a name because when we see that name at the top of that picture on Facebook, and it's filtered, you know, you know it by its name, right? So, it, where where do you place your faith? That's the question this morning. It's who you know. It's all in name. It's all in the business, right? To get into some major business, it's all in name. It's all in who you know. To get in the school system, it's all in who you know. Like, I'll tell you this funny this little. Funny story. It's not really funny. It's cool. Um, When I was going through Liberty, I had to do this name study, right? Because the the different names of Jesus and where they came from. And so one of the assignments they had me do was find the origin of my last name. Like, what does it come from? What does MacArthur mean? And MacArthur means son of King Arthur. So you guys are in the presence of royalty. just saying. (laughs) So there's there's something about a name. There's something about a name. There's something about a name. And in this story that we're going to look at today, Jesus was traveling with his disciples and they came to a place and he stopped them and asked them two questions, two unfiltered questions, might I ask, might I say, and made an unfiltered statement. So he's traveling with his disciples like he always did and he stopped. And turn to them, let's let's look at this story. It's in Matthew, our friend Matthew tells us the story. He says this, when Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples this question. It's a crazy question. What are the people saying about me? The son of man, who do they believe I am? So here's, here's this crazy thing, like, you are the God of the universe. Why do you care what people think about you? That's a good question. That makes, makes you think. Right? Like When I first read over this, even though I've heard this several times, I'm going, why in the world does he care what everyone else in the world is saying about him? Strange questions. You see, but here's the thing. like The, the disciples here were kind of in a dilemma because they were hearing what everyone else was saying about Jesus and wrestling over here with who they thought, of, thought Jesus was. And who are they going to listen to? Because they grew up in a culture where you, you believed everything that you're taught in that religious system. You didn't question anything. Right? It's, it's, this, it's this idea that they, they were in this huge dilemma because they knew, they knew, they knew hey, this is what we were taught that the Messiah would look like over here. Like this is what the Messiah would look like when in reality it was kind of confusing. And this is actually Jesus, the Messiah, standing in front of them. And they were, still, they were just tug and pull. You with me? I want to believe, in the, and listen. Listen. Here's here's the thing. If you're taking notes, and here's why, why this question is so important is this: is we can live in who others say he is, or we can take Jesus at his word and believe who he says he is. We can live in who others say he is, or we can take Jesus at his word and trust and, and or trust and listen to other people. You want to know, want to know how, what they answered? Some of you grew up in church, you know this answer. Here it goes. They answered, because they've been listening to people. This is how I know. They answered, some are convinced you are John the baptizer. But they were both living at the same time. John is dead at this point, but it doesn't make sense. Some are convinced you are John the baptizer. Why are you listening to them? Like, if I was Jesus, I would be like, you dummy. Like, he just died like a few weeks ago. Like, and I was, you know, we're, we're all adults here. We've lived together. Some convince you are John the Baptist. Others say you are Elijah, reincarnated, or Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. It's crazy, isn't it? They've already spent all this, because in a few chapters, Jesus dies. and raises from the dead, but it's crazy. They've spent all this time with Jesus, and they're still in a conundrum on who he is. Do we listen to who other people say he is, or do we take Jesus at his word? That's, that's the point here. Matthew 16, 15. Here's, this? here's, here's another unfiltered question because this, this is one of those stabs at the heart. But you, who do you say that I am? Ooh, it's a good question, isn't it? Can any of us answer that today, honestly? Here's why this question is important. Who you say he is determines how you stand. Who you say he is determines how you stand, whether you stand in fear or you stand in faith. Whether you stand in fear or you stand in faith. It will determine if you will stand at all. Because here's the thing, it's all in a name. What you call him, who he is to you, determines where you stand. I think too many of us have lived in fear and anxiety anxiety. And and doubt for, for far too long. I'm not saying doubt's necessarily a bad thing, because listen, oh bro, here sometimes doubt comes up. You with me? A pastor saying that. It's okay to have doubt, but you gotta know where you stand. You gotta know who he is and who he is to you. Because there's something about this name, this unfiltered, unbridled, un, like untamable name of Jesus. In fact, I love I love, I love Simon Peter's answer here. Peter, you know, Simon. Jesus changed his name because names are important. It's all in a name. You with me? Make sense? That's why he says he'll give you a new name when you get to heaven. Because it's all in a name. Matthew sixteen sixteen says, Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one. For every stupid thing Peter ever said in the Bible, or did in the Bible, y'all, this was brilliant. Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. He is the Christ, the name that is above every name. His name is Jesus. It's all in a name. When we are faced with fear, when our enemies attack, it's all in the name and where you stand. So when fear attacks, where, where, where do you run to? Or in fact, where, where do you stand in? is a better question. It's too many of us run when we're supposed to just stand. Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. You are the Christ. You are God in flesh. You are Jesus. And so when, when our enemies attack us, they will attack y'all. Like Jesus is very unfiltered about that. In this world, you will have trouble. Take heart, though, because he's overcome the world. But in this world, you will have trouble. You you will have attacks from the enemy. You will be faced with things that seem insurmountable. Here's what our, our friend David, King David, he said this. He said, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Here's the, here's the, here's the here's the kicker. Those who know your name, what do you call him? Who is he to you? Those who know your name trust in you. The sheep know his voice, the Bible says. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never, have never what? Forsaken those who seek you. Are you seeking out who Christ is to you? Are you seeking out the name that is above every name? In his name, we have refuge. In his name, we have somewhere to hide. In his name, we have a place. in, In his name, we place our faith and have refuge. But that's not really it, because sometimes the enemy can still attack in those places of Refuge, right? Because he doesn't just attack our bodies, he attacks our minds. He, t- he tells you that you're not good enough, you're not worthy. You're, you, he don't deserve you. You may ever felt that way? Maybe not him, but maybe she doesn't deserve you. Or maybe it's, uh, you're, not, you're not ever good enough. You'll never amount to anything because of this in your past. And the enemy keeps think, bring, throwing things of your past back at you. I love this next part because Jesus addresses how awesome Peter's answer is. He said, Jesus replied, you are favored and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah. Why? For you didn't discover this on your own. Oh, so he ain't that smart. But my Father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. I give you the name Peter, Uh uh-oh, name change y'all, name drop, a stone, and this truth of who I am will be the bedrock, the foundation on which I build my church, my legislative assembly. On what? No, because there's one group of believers over here that says, it's, it's talking about Peter, I think that doctrine's all wrong. Because it says on on this truth, on this name, on who he is, is how the church is the foundation of the church. This truth, you are the anointed one. You are Jesus the Christ, the Savior of the world. On this truth, this will build my church. This will be the bedrock, the foundation. Everything's about Jesus, y'all. It's not about you. It's, hey, listen. This should, this should make you breathe a little bit. It's not about you. You with me? Okay. Did Jesus die on the cross for your sins? Absolutely. Praise Jesus for that. But even that wasn't for you. What does he do? It says it's for the glory of my name. Isaiah says your name and your renown is the desire of my soul. Because we're not here to build our kingdom, y'all. We're here to build his kingdom. I got sidetracked there for a second. Not really sidetracked, but you get what I'm saying. But I love love this. The foundation is Jesus. It's it's never anything else. It's not about Pastor Derek. It's not about how great the music is even when your D-string breaks and you thought it was tuned and then you go to play and you're like, oh, that sounds horrible. It's not about all that. It's about Jesus. And if it's about anything to you other than that, then we got to check our heart, y'all. we got to decide on who he is because who he is determines where we stand. And if we're standing in all of us, all we're going to have is us. So breathe. Relax. It's not about you. But it's for you. You know how I know it's for you? Listen to this. This is awesome. This is like, this should like, if this doesn't kickstart your engine, I don't know what will. And the truth of who I am will be. No, we've got to go back. We don't, don't, you're giving it away. Give it away. you got to go back. Give it away. Here we go. And, and I will be the bedrock foundation of which I will build my church, my legislative assembly. Listen to this. This is awesome. This next one's like this should rock your world. You ready? And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The gates of hell will not prevail Against the, in His name, we have the power to overcome our enemy. There was power in His name to fight the enemy's attacks. And here's the thing: here's the thing. You know, I remember I said it's 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 not about you, but it's for you. Remember that part? You know, where we could breathe a little bit, breathe, relax, quit sweating. Our friend, our friend Paul would write to the church, at Ro- the church at Rome and to us, he would say this, this power, listen to this, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies and the same Spirit living within you. Y'all, I don't think you'll get that because of the name because of where we stand because of the name of Jesus we can defeat the gates of hell because that power lives in me the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in me and you that should be exciting y'all that shouldn't be like oh I have to go to church this morning listen now dude, we, should, we should run the streets because we've said from the beginning like this is, this is what we're about it's not about just getting people to a building because a building doesn't fix anybody. This life change that you've seen here as an example of here this morning wasn't because they came to a building. It's because Jesus, the name of Jesus, supernaturally changed someone's life. If it can happen in an Aldi's parking lot, it can happen anywhere. It's not, it's it's Jesus unfiltered. What would it look like if we truly lived like Jesus is unfiltered in our life? Man, we would, this world wouldn't know what to do. I need to figure out where I am in all this. Inside of me and you is the same power that defeats the gates of hell. Can you imagine being the disciples there, standing there? if you do some research and context where they're standing here they're standing at this place where there's a gap in the mountain and on top of this mountain where they did a lot of sacrifices there's a lot of death up there it was known as hell and he was using it as a symbol can you imagine being there the disciples knew what that place was and he said the gates of hell won't prevail against this you have the power Inside of you, you are unstoppable. You are unstoppable, y'all. Like Tennessee football last night, y'all are unstoppable. Heart. I think t- Tennessee fans have the highest heart rate. Somebody told me that. Or, yeah, Chad said that last night. Blood pressure, y'all. Right now, inside of you is life, it, but it's all in a found in a name. And in this name, we have the power to do some crazy stuff, y'all life-changing stuff y'all there's something about this name it's all in a name it's this name that's we sometimes call the great i am why is he great because look like just the fact that he if all he ever did was die on the cross and raise from the dead to save me that's good enough y'all but look at all the blessings after that like he's the great i am our friend Naam, he said, that. like, Naam says this, I love this. In, in his presence, in, by his name, in his presence, the mountains quake and the hills melt away and the earth trembles in the presence of this name. Our friend James says this, you have faith. You have faith for you believe that there is one God good for you. Even the demons believe and they tremble in terror. So not only does a mountains quake form the earth melts away before his name, but demons tremble at the mention of his name. You got that demon fighting, y'all, y'all? You get in the name of Jesus? Mountains quake in his name. Demons tremble at his name. It's in the name of Jesus that break that breakthroughs happen. It's in the name of Jesus that miracles happen. And this is the best one, y'all. Acts four twelve says this about the name. It says there is no one else who has the power to save us. For there is only one name to whom God has given the authority by which we must experience salvation. The name. Jesus it's so not only by name you get to defeat the gates of hell not only by the name of Jesus do the mountains that stand in your way tremble and fall away not only that, that negative world melt away by the name of Jesus but today you can find new life in just the name and so I don't know where you are on your journey of faith And I I purposely kept today short because, one, we celebrate a new life. But two, I wanted to give people a chance to respond to a name. So I don't know where you find yourself on this journey of life today. Because maybe you're you're over here and you're far from God. And you're like, I don't know why I showed up here. They told me there was going to be some water and some people going to be shoved in the water. I just came. I came for the show. I don't know why he came here. Maybe they said, hey, we'll take you out to breakfast. And you pulled up here and you're like, this doesn't look like McDonald's. I don't know. And maybe you're sitting here and you're going, you know what? There's something about that name. That, that little tug that you that you felt, that's Jesus calling your name. He wants to give you a new name. Maybe you're far from him and you're like, you know what? Maybe today I'll, I want to step out and I I want want I want to say, I, I want to believe in this name of Jesus. If he can move mountains, if he can if he can crush hell's gates, then I want to be a part of that. Or maybe you're over here and you're kinda nominal. By nominal I mean, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I really nothing really shows in my life about it. Maybe today is your day of you know what? I want to start believing again in the name of Jesus like I did at the beginning. Revelation says don't don't lose your first love. Your first love is Jesus, y'all. Or maybe you're over here, and you're, ad, you're an adamant follower of Jesus. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to pray my hardest that somebody's life has changed today so they can experience what I'm experiencing on a daily. So no matter where you are on this journey, you get a chance to respond today. You want to accept Christ as your Savior for the first time today? And listen, we already got it set up. I'm just saying. If you want to make a life change today, we can go ahead and repent and be baptized at the same time. Well, I don't. I didn't bring any. I didn't bring any clothes today. Just clothes. I got a hoodie back there. I'm sure you can probably throw on. We can do that today. So listen, I won't be up here playing guitar. If you want to, I'm, I'm like, listen. I already had to quit playing guitar once today. I'm cool with it. We're good. Let's come up. Talk with Justin in the back during this next song and say, today I want to give my life to Jesus. And if you're, if you're, if you're ready, we can, we can dunk you. Get you real clean. You know what I'm saying? You with me? And maybe the rest of us in here, maybe it's time that we start praying that we feel, we feel again what we did when we first loved. And we start living like Jesus is unfiltered in our life. Living like we can defeat hell. That we can defeat our enemies. We start walking in faith instead of fear, because it's all in name. And maybe some of us, we just need to. We're going to hit our knees today, praying that somebody's life has changed. You with me? Y'all cool? All right. Well, let's pray, and we're going to sing. Hey, looks like again. Come interrupt me playing. Come interrupt Cody playing. Well, he sings. You know, he's not a real musician. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Go, go find, talk to Brittany. Talk to, talk to, talk to Justin back there. Talk, find somebody. Just, let's, let's live, let's, let's have a changed life. You with me? That's right. Dear God, I want to thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be here. I want to thank you for your name and the power that, that, you, that we have in your, in your name. There's something about that name that song just resonated with me this morning God I've been thinking about it all morning there's just something about your name there's life change that's in that name mountains tremble in your name God I, I thank you so much for for your name how the power that comes from your name the power of salvation the power to move mountains the power that no matter what is standing in our way we can say get behind me in the name of Jesus God maybe for some of us this morning I'm, I'm praying hard I'm praying hard God that for the first time you're, they're telling Satan to get behind me in the name of Jesus I'm yes. accepting Jesus for the first time today that in the, in the name of Jesus I'm praying for salvation yes. maybe for some of us God put me back on fire again And God maybe for some of us we maybe we just be led to pray that that life that, these, that, that life has changed here today God, may we come closer to your name. May we not live in fear. May we know who you are. May we call you by who you are. You are the anointed one, the Christ, the Savior of the world. You are the great I am. Mountains shake before you. Demons run and flee. At the mention of your name, King of majesty. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Jesus There's just something